and James Thurman They are so determined to blow your mind Would you believe it? Would you believe it? Hello and welcome to Would You Believe It Christmas Special 2018. Yeah, Christmas. I am your Santa Claus for the next amount of time that is yet to be determined. And on my right is my little elf. Yes, hello everyone. Apparently I'm an elf today because basically I made the terrible decision to shave my beard off for my Christmas party. Two questions. Question one. You just look weird. I don't like it. Take it away. That's not a question. That's just a statement. It's not a question. Uh, I'm not going to let you have any retaliation to that. <laughs> Two. Um, how are you feeling about being beardless? Uh, horrible and very dry. Very dry. As in, like, your wit? Uh, or... well, clearly not. It's me. Um, no. Uh, just really... Like, my, my face is just constantly like, oh, great, I need to put moisturiser on. Oh, great, I keep having to do this every ten minutes. Solution? Grow a beard. Grow a beard. I'm working on it. It'll um, be here in a month. <laughs> James, do you want to know something great? Uh, yes. Because always. this is the season of goodwill. <gasps> yes. And I am going to try and uh, be nice to you this episode. Yes. I... 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 I think at some point I'm, I might even force a laugh for one of your puns. <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought you were going to say, I'll call you James. But, <laughs> Don't but, be an idiot. But no, he's never no. going to go that far. No. So what is my name today, Ed? Um, based on my favourite Christmas film, which understandably is Die Hard, your name for this episode is Hans. Oh, brilliant! Okay, totally down with that. Yeah, no. yeah. Like, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good baddie name. I'm so, I'm so down with that. Yeah. Like this is the best name you've given me so far. It's Christmas. It's, it's Hans down the best. Yeah, not for that one. <laughs> no, no, what? I was like, give me, give it, give it. <laughs> no, um, you're like, we're, we've, got, I've got to, I've got to try and eke out my nice. Oh, that's not fair. I was episode. so, I was so ready for a laugh, and it deserved a laugh. It's not going to get better than that one, honestly. My mum will laugh, laugh at that. Why? Well, it's Christmas. She's also generous. Oh, I thought you meant she thinks I'm hilarious and that you're not funny. No, but there are people out there that do think you're hilarious. There, there are. Amazingly, there are some really nice people who listen to this podcast who think, I'm the funny one, you're the mean one who knows everything. And in actual fact, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am an evil genius. Um, anyway, yeah, so today uh, we're just doing, uh, well, hoping that this will be a short one. We, um, are, we've got three snap tracks lined up for you. We've got a festive what's in the gift, gift box. box right? I, I can't really do it in the accent. No, because it What's was... in the gift box? Maybe say it like Santa Claus. Ho, 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 what's in my box? <laughs> yeah. That just sounds naughty. Yeah. Uh, mm. He carries a sack, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, what's in my sack? Oh, that's a very different... That's a very different game we're going to play. Uh, we'll do that when we're not recording. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that's even worse. Anyway, um... Uh... Ed, what, what's your opinion on, on Christmas? How do you feel about it? I was genuinely hoping this wasn't going to come up. We were just going to get through the whole episode. I don't like it. He doesn't like Christmas, guys. But I, I don't blame him because I feel like in the modern world it might have been ruined a little bit. Yeah. Like, the actual concept of a non-religious Christmas, which is basically just spending time with your friends and family and just showing that you love them and, like, spending time with each other. Great. Wonderful concept. Love it. Christmas... As a religious concept, religion is a bigger topic, which we won't be discussing pagan, right now. Though. It is pagan, which I learnt. I learnt this. I mean, I kind of knew it already, but I learnt it for sure at one of Ed's wonderful quizzes that take place in, Go in on. Bristol. Uh, the Fun Quiz Company. Check us out. Yeah, it is actually very good. Yeah. And Ed tries really hard. Um, he does a good job. Um, what fact have you got up, lined up for us uh, to start with? Do you know what? 
I'm gonna give you some uh, like little little baby Christmas facts just to start you off. The average number of presents a child gets at Christmas in the UK sixteen. That's a lot, right? Wait, child like what? Child like like one to ten. Like children age. Yeah. Maybe like maybe up to sixteen. Oh wow. But that's quite a lot. That's a lot of presents. I feel like I got. I like, feel like there is the okay because that's an average, not a median. I feel like that is potentially unfair because that means some kids are getting like a hundred presents for my darling baby boy because you know they're like minted as hell and then there's like a kid in Tower Hamlets who's maybe got nothing yeah that obviously so, yeah. that's how averages work no I'm just saying that's yeah, yeah. I feel like most like quaint essential like maybe middle class families kids probably get about seven I reckon just just based on relatives because ever generally speaking you would say okay let's give a present to each person because I'm expected to receive a present from each person you I'm see not, what I mean like I like I don't really get down with this present game no do you see what I mean though so it's like so based on the number of family members that's probably how many presents you'll you'll get Yes, but then if you're a child, Santa brings you. A, yeah, there is there is Santa, the Santa you a, element. You get a sack yes. from Santa or yes. a stocking. Yes. Or however, Santa Santa, Santa, Santa gives you something out of his sack. Uh, Santa <laughs> delivered presents to me in a pillowcase. So yes, as as did Father Christmas for me. Um, Contentious. If point. you if you have children <laughs> listening, uh, I'd recommend not uh, letting them listen to what happens next because we, no 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 no. We don't want to ruin people's, like, childhoods. What happens next? What do you mean, what happens next? Well, we, at some point, we are going to say something about the fact that Santa... You're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever told me he doesn't. No, true. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, a less positive... Well, I'm not really sure any of these are positive. Um, but according to a, a survey in 2016, 50% of adults in the UK would gladly sacrifice seeing relatives on Christmas Day if it meant they could spend more time on Facebook. Ugh, that's disgusting. Like, that... Like, Sorry, what, what was the age group? Adults. That's disgusting. Like, <clears throat> that's over half of adults would be like, ah, I don't really care much for Auntie Edith. Um, I'd much rather go on Facebook and see what everyone else is doing with their Christmas. The only thing, right, that I don't like being interrupted on my Christmas day, this is the only thing. Eating. No, no, no. People can interrupt me as much as they try on <laughs> while I'm eating, but it's not going to do anything. Like, food will still be entering my mouth, right? But the one thing I get very angry about is if I don't get to watch Muppet Christmas Carol in the morning, because wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas, Ed, and that is very important. I, I, I cannot stress how annoyed I get if I haven't watched Muppet Christmas Carol. Last year, I, no, no, I had I to go up and like watch it on my phone because I just wasn't allowed the front room at my mum and dad's. And I was like, but it's a film that everyone can enjoy. But they were like, no, 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 we're not doing that right now. We're just going to sit here and read the newspaper and, and, and drink tea. I've never watched it. Oh, Ed. I know what we're going to be doing. Yay! Oh, it's great. It's really great. It's a great Muppets film. It's probably the best one. I haven't actually watched a Christmas film <clears> yet. <throat> Ever. Oh, um, I don't think I have. Um, uh, and off, off, off air, uh, I found out that Hans had never seen uh, Elf all no, the way through. No, never seen it all the way through. Which is a great film. Yeah. Cute ending. Really adorable. A little bit of a tear. I think that's I... the issue is that I have seen the ending. Oh, so which bit haven't you seen? Like, not all of it. I've seen it in chunks. How do you... What? Blame film for. Oh, my goodness. Right. Um, um, I'm just going to say it's just another fact. The average Brit consumes around 7,000 calories on Christmas Day, and you'll reach a recommended daily allowance at about 2pm. Wow. That's... That's... So the average, like you're supposed to eat as a man, two thousand and like fifteen hundred calories for a woman, something like something yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's a lot of calories. <laughs> I feel like that's quite an achievement. Yeah, but the funny thing is, right? We don't exactly stop on Boxing Day. We just go, let's do it all again with the leftovers. So how does your Christmas Day work? <clears throat> do you eat all day, or do you have like one big meal? 
Um, so we tend to have like, make, we sort ourselves out with a small breakfast, right? Maybe some toast, maybe like, but then around like 10.30, 10.30, the, uh, what do you call it? The, 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 the fancy smoked salmon things come out and that's when I'm like, yes, Christmas. How does your smoked salmon come? Well, we do, is it Bellini's? Oh, you Bellini smoked well, salmon? Yeah, with some caviar or Ooh. or um, cream cheese. Now, I'd like to point out, I'm like my family is not minted. This is the only time we'll ever have caviar. It's we've only been doing this for the last like four years, and it just it's just great because you're like you're having that and you're having your glass of like Bucks Fizz or just champagne, and you're just like this is a great day. And then that sort of keeps you ticking along until uh, you know maybe one, two o'clock. I think we we aimed for three, but never really managed before. And then yeah, and then we sit down, we have the big you know the big whopper, and then uh, not a burger, literally a Christmas meal. I'm just using it descriptive. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And then done. And then on Boxing Day we have like a sandwich of everything from the day before that's still left. So we our our our, our day is very similar to yours. Yeah. Tiny breakfast. Yeah. Uh, like a bowl of cereal. Then uh, our smoked salmon comes uh, butter and rye bread. Yeah, so we have done that previously. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Uh, and then a bit, of, bit of lemon, squeeze of lemon. Oh, squeeze of lemon yeah. and some pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then um, champagne whilst uh, opening presents, which. We... Uh, how do you do the presents? Do you do them all at once or do you spread them? We try and do them all at once but we get broke oh actually now my parents have moved we have to go do carols and mince pies oh um which is quite nice yeah apart from singing carols uh with all the people on there apart in from their... your mu musical retardation yes you apart call from it. my musical retardation <laughs> uh, and so they all everyone comes together and like chats and has some mulled wine or something uh then then we'll go home and that's when we start with the uh, smoked salmon and um, stuff. And then the presents <coughs> get usually interrupted by big dins. And then we usually finish that probably five, six-ish. And then it's bedtime. Because you're full and I just want to watch a film and cry. I'm really excited now. <laughs> I really just want all the food. It's the food. <laughs> like The food is what makes it. Yeah. Like... Views on Brussels sprouts. Um, I love them, but I didn't for a long time. That's because I realised you should never boil a Brussels, Brussels sprout. You're wrong if you do. How do you have your Brussels sprouts Christmas? Well, Dad's done them in a few different ways. He's done this, like, I think he did, like, a hazelnut bacon, not hazelnut, sorry, chestnuts, bacon, and, like, a creamy sauce. Ooh, it was interesting. Like, almost like a dauphin white. It was really good. But he never did it again because he's lactose intolerant, so he was like, this is the only way I'll eat Brussels sprouts and I'm going to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> So we go stir fried. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like fry, fry. I have them all year round. I cannot stress how good Brussels sprouts are in this country all year round because they're so cheap. They're tiny little cabbages, so much cheaper than buying a whole cabbage uh, for a stir fry, right? Because if you're doing it just for yourself, you don't need to use loads of them. You can use them in another meal for like later in the week, and you can make salsa verde with them as well. I feel like your Brussels sprout love is a bit intense. No, but I just, I've, I've always hated them. So then when I found out they were actually quite nice, I was like, oh, what the hell? This is weird. I've been sold a lie. Do you know what this, uh, all this talking about food is doing for me? Oh yeah. Making you think about snack track. Oh yes. Nice. That is a great segue. I have to say that was brilliant. Yeah. And it was a really audible high five. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we have our first snack track now. So first up, uh, we have Christmas Was Better in the 80s by The Future Heads. So all the songs I've chosen today are songs that you probably might not be familiar with. Um, I'm hoping you fall in love with them because I, I think they're great songs. They're a little bit um, different to normal songs. They're not meant to be cynical. They're all dumb. All the bands have said, like, even if they have cynical lyrics, like, they just, they still love Christmas a lot. But so this one is called Christmas Was Better in the 80s. And for me, this song is like all the trimmings and the snacks, so like the Bellinis and things, right? But they're not the modern ones that we have like that. It's stuff that you had if you went to for Christmas at your grandparents. And they, they, they had things that only your granny or your gran or your granddad would make that made it special and nostalgic for you as a kid because you only got them when you were at your grandparents. You didn't have that particular thing when you were at home. 
and like the trimming. So like you know, like you might have like um, like roasted parsnips that are just different from what your mum does. Even though your mum's ones are amazing, they're just a little bit different when you're at your granny and grandpa's, right? And I think that's what sort of gets conjured up for me by this song. Um, yeah, so we'll stick it on now, and then we'll hear what Ed thinks. Christmas Eve in the 80s My mother would say to me Upstairs and go to sleep Wake up in a dream Christmas was better in the 80s Better in the 1980s Should I, do, I'm not doing a German accent for no, this. No, no. So, it, it, the thing is, uh, Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman. <laughs> doesn't exactly do... Uh, it's pretty a, good. It's pretty believable. Yeah, like, but he's Alan Rickman. He could do anything. He could do anything. He's the Sheriff of Nottingham. He's the Sheriff of Nottingham. He's Snape. Aye. He's that guy that is the adulterer in... Oh, in, don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that meme. Wait, uh, I, don't know, I don't know the meme. Oh, but, there's a photo going around oh, no. that's saying, uh, I... Still... We're of course talking about Love Actually, yeah. by the way. Love, I, I still hate Alan Rickman's character uh, for giving uh, that's, that, that skanker Christmas present rather than his is, wife. The thing is, right, that whole bit... So we will get back to Snap Track in a second. Um, that whole bit, it's it's reasonable like to put that in the film because that film's about every part of life at Christmas. Yeah. And that does happen. It's sad, but it happens. There's no point yeah. shying away from it. And I salute Richard Curtis for putting that in the script. Um, or screenplay doesn't play. mean I like the character no but I'm just saying anyway what did you think that song was Ed uh, so I I understand what your what you said but 
I never went to my grandparents for Christmas. Oh, they okay. always came to ours. So I, it's not an experience that I can relate to. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the things about Christmas that's really odd is that everyone's Christmas is slightly different. Yeah, true. No Each really family do it. One, yeah. And it's one of those things I look forward to when I finally uh, get a woman creature to tolerate me for an extended period of time. <laughs> maybe, maybe stop calling them woman creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that might help. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Um, woman creature, come to me. I I am going to lump it in as just Christmas Eve. Because ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that civilized. There are civilized parts where you're like having your Christmas Eve dinner, which for us is gammon with. Oh, jealous! Um, as always, fish. We go traditional. Oh my goodness! What what does he? It's basically my dad's meal. My dad. It's the meal that my dad likes. So we have gammon and we have broad beans and parsley sauce. Mm, and parsley sauce. Mm. Yeah, it's it's delish. Mm. And new potatoes, mm. um, which is great. And then, like depending on the year and what's what's going on, you then go to the <laughs> pub and start getting a bit larry. Yeah, I have to not do that anymore. It's too old. Uh, no, because I swear that like, after uni, I was like, yeah, this is great. All my friends are back. Like, yeah. Let's Let's go to the pub on Christmas Eve. Woke up one morning on, on Christmas Day feeling very hungover and my mum was very disappointed in me. And you know what? I was too. Yeah, like, so I'm just calling it Christmas Eve. Like food and booze. Yes. Yeah. And the manicness as yes. well. Because yeah. you're kind of getting ready for the big day. And but at the same time, try to relax and take it slowly. And that song has the ups and downs. The so. level of excitement that you're like, oh my goodness, Santa's coming. I feel like that song's more than food. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not just food. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So these snack tracks are just like Christmas tracks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we're still going to review them as snack tracks and it's still a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, have you got some more facts for us? I, I do. Uh, I don't want to ruin your Christmas dreams. Um, however, however, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, Jingle Bells. Yes, it's not a Christmas song. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Hashtag mind blown. I'm mind blown. <laughs> I mean, I want to want to hear what it is first before uh, my mind is blown. It was actually written uh, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Stupid bloody. I know, right? Um, <laughs> and it was to commemorate. It was written by James Lord Pierpoint in 1957. Not uh, for a minute, you said PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> George Pier, J- James, PowerPoint. James Lord Pierpoint, yeah, that suggesting that his name he wasn't a lord. His just middle name was Lord. Oh wow, um, Lord PowerPoint, and it commemorates. <laughs> Uh, sleigh races that happened at their Sunday school. Oh. So, um, okay, and it was originally called One Horse Open Sleigh. Oh, which makes a lot more sense. Well, uh, is it actually called that? And it's just fallen into like, okay, so it's like, um, what is it, Baber O'Reilly by the Who? No yeah. one calls it Baber O'Reilly. Everyone calls it Teenage Wasteland. Yes. Because that's the lyric. It doesn't say, I'm pretty sure, please correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but. There's no Baber O'Reilly. I'm pretty Barbara sure it doesn't O'Reilly. say Baber O'Reilly. No. So no one knows why it's called that. However, so no in Jingle it Bells, they it, do. Does, it does say that. They, do but say they say Jingle Bells. They say Jingle Bells way more. Yes. <laughs> so you kind of, yeah, I feel like that's, that's, not, probably. that's not by design, but yeah. it makes sense. Oh. I don't know if that was mind blowing just because it's. Like stupid Americans muscle in ruin things. Or people you've stolen it for your Christmas. That it was a Thanksgiving song and you've stolen it for your Christmas vibe. Fair enough. Yeah. You've ruined Christmas. Yeah, I'm a bell end. I'm glad we ah! <laughs> That's not a swear. Uh, I'm gonna i I'm gonna give you a little I'm trying to keep this episode as clean as possible for Christmas. So I can't say f- I'm going to beat that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> what? But what, so people can show it to their children? No, I've said Santa doesn't... Okay, um, our, like, so our lovely friend Chris has done an amazing uh, Christmas message for us, and we'll play that for you in a second. But, um, like, the reason I wanted to keep this a clean episode is because that man 
put so much content out on Facebook and all sorts, and he, he always keeps it clean. I have no idea how, because some of it is toilet humour, and you're just like, how does he keep it clean, right? But... He's great, great BBC. But, exactly, he's, he's so BBC, and also the production value of the message he's done for us is immense. Um, and I always just feel like the fact that he's sworn in this, in this message, but he, but he beeped out, because <laughs> he still wants us to watch our profanity. So one more, one more fact. Okay, one yeah. more fact. Here we go. I'm not. It's not. It's not a happy one. Oh. Um, but something that we can both relate to. <laughs> I feel like your negativity towards As... Christmas is definitely reflected in these, Shut these up. facts. No. <laughs> Hashtag lads. Uh, one of the most popular times for couples to break up is two weeks before Christmas. Yes. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. Uh, and the other, the other one. I think the reasoning behind that is is is. But weirdly, the it's other sad, one. It's sad, but it's solid. It's two weeks after Valentine's Day. So it's two weeks before Christmas and two weeks after Valentine's Day. Maybe it's because Valentine's Day, something like, it doesn't go the, the, the way that the, the one part of the relationship was expecting it to go. Like, yeah. you know. And the, then, there and isn't then a ring on it. And well, as in, like, as in like, it. yeah, it's kind of just like, why didn't we do anything for Valentine's Day? Or, or you did too much for Valentine's Day. You thought this was going faster than it was. I don't know, something like that. Or. At Christmas, it's the it's so obvious. The Christmas one is so obvious. It's oh wait, what? It's the boyfriend test, as as our friend Chris actually brilliantly did for a BBC skit recently. Um, it, it's the whole thing of wait, I've got to get her a present, but we've only been going out for like two months. You know, it's that thing of oh god, does she want me to meet the parents? Oh ah! yeah, and suddenly you're under immense levels of pressure, and you turn into a long distance relationship potentially for like a couple of weeks. So, so you're like, ah, oh, let's preempt this and just break up now. Yeah, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm saying people are horrible. But, I've never had a girlfriend but, over Christmas, so wouldn't I? I have. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not. It's not as dogmatic and as simple as people might think. Anyway, um, here is uh, Chris's lovely Xmas message, and I'd like to Don't say, say Xmas. Oh, sorry, I read it on the screen. Um, I'd like to say that we also support it. Um, because he's definitely being cynical, but he's also being heartfelt, so we hope you enjoy. This December, make sure you have an eco-friendly Christmas, because if you don't, the turtles will die. They will die because of you. Definitely not because of the bosses of giant plastic corporations want to make billions, no, it's because of you and you only. So. Here are some tips on how to have an eco-friendly Christmas. Step one, don't send any Christmas cards. It's a waste of paper, waste of money, and nobody wants to hear your stupid messages of goodwill. Instead, update your Facebook status to Merry Christmas everyone that I've ever known. You've got everybody covered that way and no endangered polar bears have to drown because of your selfish actions. Step two, don't wrap up your gifts in unrecyclable wrapping paper. Use those old clothes you were going to give to the charity shop. Just make sure any clothing you use is skidmark free before you hand your mother-in-law her gift though. Uh, unless you don't get on theirs. Step three, food on Christmas day. Keep it nice, simple, and above all, environmentally friendly, please. No meat, no dairy, no fish. Nothing containing palm oil, no vegetables imported from countries at risk of deforestation, no products from supermarket corporations, nothing bought locally and organically, unless you're absolutely certain the person you're buying it from doesn't have a criminal record, hasn't watched any Kevin Spacey films since the revelations, and doesn't use offensive terms such as bringing home the bacon. Ah, that should cover the basics. Have a very Merry Christmas, everyone. Unless you're a human, because everyone knows overpopulation is the single biggest threat to our environment. Oh, you are a human, then f*** you then. Hello and welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that. I know that we did. Um, I love it. I can't believe we did that in one day. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not talk about what other people are capable of in one day. Like, uh, one day we might achieve something that, that quickly. And just so professional. <laughs> Considering I have no idea what I'm doing most of the time when I'm working on yeah. this podcast, I don't think that's going to happen for Just some wing time. Just wing it, mate. Um, next Ooh. up, we Ooh, what have... Is, what is it? Um, oh, is that Santa coming down the chimney? Oh, God, yes, I believe it is. 
Oh, he's, he's, oh, he's in the living room. Oh, he's trampling soot around. What's he doing? Oh, he's put a present down. There we go. Guess, <laughs> guess what, Hans? Guess what he's in? Oh, God. The Christmas box. <laughs> that was so convoluted. That was so ridiculous. But yes, now, now it's time for what's in Ed's Christmas box. What's in Ed's Christmas box? Thanks, Brad Pitt. It's nice that you could be here at Christmas. I like to do a lot for uh, charities, and um, you guys definitely need the charity <laughs> assistance. Uh, Is that an impression of Brad Pitt? Because it sounds a lot like you, Ed. Yeah, very similar. Um, Brad, Brad Pitt's <laughs> actually been trying to copy uh, my accent. Oh. So he's like imitating me for uh, a new film he's in. Uh, which is called The Life of Ed. It's not called Ed Wood. No, because... Because <laughs> that's a terrible film. <laughs> it is a terrible film. Um, and it'd be very difficult to distinguish Edward from Edward. Um, if... Well, that was meta. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a D. There's an extra D in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! Tried so hard to make this. Uh, this oh god! Uh, this is t turned. Oh, okay. So, anyway, so Christmas box. So, so what's in the box? In case you haven't uh, been listening, is me trying to guess what's in Ed's imaginary box. I have to work out the size of the box first. Then I get ten questions. I get three three clues after the fifth question, um, and I'm allowed three guesses. Yeah, so. all yes or no's as well. Oh, brilliant. Um, um, so, how big are we talking this time? Like, I mean, it came down the chimney, right? Uh, it's, it did come down the chimney, but given that the chimney and Santa Claus are both hypothetical... <laughs> uh, no, no! Um, I'm going to set you up and say this is a Christmas-based um, yes. what's in the box. Yes, of course. Uh, which means it is something Christmassy. Yeah. The box is approximately the size of the answer. <laughs> yes, usually it's. I, I'm gonna say it's uh, a few inches cubed. Like a few inches in all directions. Just a few, a little, a little box. Okay, so it's pretty, it's pretty small. Pretty small. Like four inches by four inches, that Yeah, kind of let's thing. call it four by four by four. Yeah, great. Uh, which the car that can drive on all surfaces. Yeah, I was about to say, like, up walls. Um, <laughs> it can fly. Um, okay, so... Uh, first question, is it food? No. Oh. Nay. Oh, I've got... Nay. That's a... I was like... That, oh, that's a horse. Yeah, it? I was literally about to say, I don't think this is what reindeers say. No, it's sleigh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Just gonna go with yes or no. <laughs> no. Oh he's had, he's had too much sherry. Um, <laughs> it's that mulled wine. Um, it's all the Bellinis. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I can't um, believe you didn't get me mince pies. I'm I'm sorry. I don't really like mince pies. Neither that much. do I. I don't like any of them. Oh great. Okay. Cool. Don't like that. Don't like mulled wine. Don't <laughs> like the mulled cider. It's definitely not a mince pie then. <laughs> Or is it? Oh God! I no, get a guess. It's not food. I'm allowed to guess. Food. You're allowed to guess. Is it a mince pie? You've already oh. said no to food. Yeah, Are you gonna guess mince pie? No, I'm not. Um, tonight, Matthew, I am not. Um, okay, so. Um, oh, is it something you hang on a tree? No. Uh, is it man-made? Mm. Uh, like, is it plant-based? It is man-made. It is man-made. But when I get to the fifth one, I'll give you a better clue for that. Okay. That hasn't helped. Um, uh, it's, it's, like, that's a difficult one. It, yes and no. So much of these were all yes or no's. Um, it was, it was. Y yes and no. Um, is... Is it something that you gift quite often? No. Okay. Why not? Fuck it in the sack. <laughs> Santa, what the hell? Um, 
uh, so not food. That's all I can think about is food because that's all I really care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, hmm. Is it something that you can light on fire? Like that you would light on fire. <laughs> Maybe te no, no. technically. No, I don't mean. I don't mean I'm sorry, I don't mean is it flammable. I mean, can you light it on fire? Uh, it, uh, uh, one would not light it on fire. No. Okay. Right. So you you got five. Uh, I'd like a clue. You want a clue? <clears throat> um, the yes or no for is it man-made? Is it isn't real? So it's man-made in the way that man have created it. Jesus. Can I have another clue? Uh, yeah, so your second clue... <laughs> it's not... Jesus wasn't a guess. <laughs> uh, second clue... More down... Um, like the nursery rhyme folklore... Like myth... Like direction of Christmas. Okay. I'm pretty sure these are bigger than the way you've described them. But I'm, go I'm gonna go for guess. my first guess. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm not that far in, but I'm just gonna go for it. Is it an elf? It is not an elf. Oh! Okay. And I think elves are bigger than four inches. Yeah, well, yeah. But I'm sure, yeah. I mean, depends if they're a high elf. Um. <laughs> Oh dear. Do you right. see what I'm talking about? When are you going to give me the laugh? <laughs> like, when you say something vaguely funny. No, I did earlier. It was the hands <laughs> thing and it's not going to get better. <laughs> that is still hands down the best joke I will say. <laughs> if, it, if in doubt, if in doubt, use it again. Until I'd laugh. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, right, we've got five more. Um... Uh, is it? Oh, I really don't know. I'm struggling a bit. Well, you got yes, you got five I more. I have another yes clue. No. I want another clue. You want your third? I want my third clue. You want your third clue? <clears throat> yeah, I want my third clue. Oh, so it's got to be quite a big clue. Please. Um. So, going down the Santa route is the right route to go down. <laughs> That's not a big clue. That's rubbish. Like, I can't really give you like, a bigger clue. How many guesses have I had? One. Okay, I'm going to go for my second guess. Before we get to... You've still got five more I, questions. I don't care. Okay, go for it. It's Christmas. You do your own. Is it Rudolph's nose? It is Rudolph's yeah! nose! It's Rudolph's nose! Oh, you didn't even get past five. You didn't get... I love it's it. It's a Christmas miracle. It is! <laughs> I really apologise to everyone listening because the peaks on that would have gone through the roof. <laughs> uh, congratulations. <gasps> My Christmas present from me to you <sighs> is Rudolph's nose. Oh. oh, that was great. Um, do you need a towel? No. You're making a very uh, weird noise. That was so good. High five. That was, ah, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That third clue was good. It See? Was very helpful. See? Yeah. I told you. Yes. Um, I'm just looking at the peaks on the screen. <laughs> that bit when I celebrated. Woo! Um, um, you might have to bring those down a bit. Yeah, but... I will. I'll do that in post. Ed's favourite thing. Um, so, Hans, um, while you're in Nagatomi Tower, uh, did you ever feel a bit peckish for something? Uh, like a snack track. Like a snack like track. Like a snack track. Here we go, snack track two. Um, <laughs> so, for this one, we've got... I mean, I, I love this. It's been one of my favourites for a while now. Um, and it's by James Brown. And it's called Santa Goes Straight to the Ghetto. Um, for me, this one is... It's a Terry's chocolate orange and a glass of port. Like a little glass of port. Because it's kind of like... It's, it's fun. It's warming. It's like, it's a tone tapper, but it's not like a you have to get up and dance. It's not like um, the song that you would have heard on the last episode we did, which was Jimmy Bo Horn. 
it's not like ah but it, it is like yeah it just makes you want to move a little bit so it's kind of just like the subdued bit like near, like maybe on the boxing day where you're or like in the morning where you're getting excited about you know the food that's coming in the in the afternoon um so and also it's fun to share just like a terry's chocolate orange you share Terry's chocolate orange. I mean, we fight my dad for it usually, but <laughs> the the best part of the Terry's chocolate orange, the middle. Yeah, but it's always gone <laughs> straight away. It's usually like, yep, yeah, that's that's my dad's. Um, yeah, so this is Santa Goes Straight to the Ghetto by James Brown. Santa Claus. Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, And go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh, Leave a toy for Johnny Leave a dog Mary, leave something pretty for Donnie, and don't forget about Gary, Santa Claus, <clears throat> go straight to the ghetto, Santa Claus, go straight to the ghetto, tell him James Brown sent you, <laughs> go straight to the ghetto. You know that I know what you will see Cause that was once me Hit it, hit it You see mothers and soul brothers Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so Fill every stocking you find You know that they need you so I'm begging you Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto If anyone wanna know Tell them Hank Ballard told so Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Never thought I'd realize I'd be singing a song With water in my eyes Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Don't leave nothing for me I've had my chance, you see Santa Claus Straight to the ghetto Santa Claus The soul brother needs so Santa Claus Hi, welcome back. Uh, yeah, so that was Santa Goes Straight to the Ghetto by James Brown. What did you think it was then? Uh, I, great voice. Yes. What a singer. Yeah, not necessarily a great man, but hey, nonetheless. Yeah, I think that we can agree. We can agree on that. Uh, but it does lead me to the tasty treat of... I I basically agree with your Snapchat <gasps> recommendation. Oh, my God. However, I am going to be much more concise okay. and say it's the, like, the tangerine <clears throat> and the Christmas chocolate... When everything's done and you're sat down full on the sofa and you're like a little bit of sweet summer summer and stick a stick home alone on or love actually. Just get it on the get it on the TV, relax, oh. chilled out, and usually I'll have a big box of Maltesers, a bar of dairy milk, or big one of those like big tubes of Smarties. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's a that's yeah. Yeah, I think I think you just basically just like evolved mine to a, yeah, much, just, like, a much more precise place. I don't want to say that mine was better than yours. <laughs> it was the same thing. It was the same, same, but different. Okay, let's have another fact now, Ed. 
I have got a feel-good fact for you. Mm -hmm. Which, like, Christmas is all about. Yeah, <laughs> which you failed to uh, monopolise on for this particular episode. Just because I hate it <laughs> doesn't mean some good doesn't come out yeah. of the, the festive period. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> Your face when you said that was like, oh dear, what have I done? I, 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 no, I was waiting for you to react to I me saying going period. To react, I'm not going to react to that. I'm putting a full stop to it. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still want the Christmas tumbleweed in there? <laughs> no, because that one, that one was actually me just like going, shall I laugh? It's not worth a laugh, but it's worth acknowledging that it was, <laughs> there was some humour involved. It was, it was witty. <laughs> so. Okay. Christmas 2010. In Colombia, the government covered the jungle trees with lights so that when the FARC guerrillas, who are like a, a terrorist group, oh, a okay. big terrorist group in Colombia, walked by, the trees lit up and... Well, there were motion sensors. Yeah, like motion centered, uh, like Christmas lights oh, in, wow. in the woods. Uh, or in the jungle, sorry. Um, they lit up and banners saying, like, please lay down your arms. Like, lit up in Christmas lights. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> and because of that campaign, 331, like, guerrilla fighters, like, put down their weapons and re entered society. Mind blown. How many? 331. That's amazing. Like, and they they were uh, awarded a strategic Mar marketing excellence award for it. Like, I think it deserves more than that because like it's an like it's a huge problem. Farc are a big issue. I I actually did um, my Spanish A level coursework on them, so I spent a lot of time researching them. But. Uh, that, that, that's great. That My mind is definitely blown. Phenomenal, right? That's great. A proper feel-good, like, happy thing that came out of... Oh, mate. Yeah. I mean, I bet, I bet they were just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck off. <laughs> that's your Christmas tumbleweed. <laughs> your festive tumbleweed. Like, you kept saying it, and I was like, there's only one other thing that sounds like. <laughs> nothing I can do with this other than that. And if I don't call it out, everyone listening is going to be like, James is bursting for it. Uh, do you know what the gorillas did when they re-entered society? Did they sit down for a few meals with their families? Um, they did, because they were a bit peckish. The, the, the food in the in the jungle wasn't quite as good as a home-cooked uh, snack track. <laughs> These segues are so strong today, Ed. I can't get over this. <laughs> so, yeah, we have our third uh, snack track lined up for you now. Um, <laughs> brilliantly segued by Ed. Uh, so, for the last song, we've got uh, Father Christmas by The Kinks, which is actually, it's actually a very successful Christmas song, um, but it just doesn't get played that much because... It's basically about giving presents to poor kids rather than like giving presents to, um, you know, just Rich like, kids. well, yeah, basically. Um, and it, well, it's, all, it's actually about giving money to, to charities, really, because it's about, you know, Father Christmas, give us some money, right? Um, the reason I love this song is because it's called Father Christmas. It's not, it's not Santa, it's so British. I love it because I'm pretty sure we are the only people that call him Father Christmas. So other people will call him like well, Father something in you know in their language. But yeah. I'm just saying like a lot of people call him Santa Claus. Like that that is Santa Claus. Yeah. So I love this, and because well, of that reason, because I'm Hans. Yes, I, I would. Um, but because of this, it's a mince pie to me. Because the mince pie is very British. I, on, I you consider, don't like mince pies. I don't. But you like this song. Uh, do you know what? Sometimes I do. I really, it's a thing, it's like, I have to be in the mood for mince pie, and they have to be warm. And are you a big mince pie fan, or those little ones? I, I like a medium-sized one. A medium-sized one. That's not like, I had a little one the other day, and it was quite pleasant. But I think for me, the problem with the mince pie is that sometimes it leaves a weird bitter taste in your mouth. I think that's sometimes because of the fact that it has to have vinegar, like a little bit of vinegar to keep the, um, to keep it preserved. Ah, yeah. uh, 
So it's not because of your bitter soul no. that it's being released when you're eating mince pie? Yes. Cool. Anyway, so this is Father Christmas by The Kinks. Father Christmas by the Kinks. Ed, what did you think it was? Kinky. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to have to do that again, aren't we? No. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm not I, doing that again. I nearly I just uh, farted again. Yeah. Um, Look, we're not going to, we're not talking about that. No, horrible. no, sorry. That was definitely off air, but I just laughed, so just a little chuckle nearly like, squeezed one out. Anyway. Um. Right. So, what was the song? Father Christmas by the Kings. There we go. We uh, just listened to it. Ed. I know. I got so distracted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and you were a mince pie. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, like, typical Christmas feeling as yes. a mince pie. Uh, and because you even if you don't them, like them, even if you don't like yeah. them, um, you respect a mince pie. Yeah. <laughs> Look what you've done. Well done, Mince Pie. <laughs> I respect your life. Don't like you, but I respect you. <laughs> anyway, Guy Ritchie, come on. Uh, the, because you've given me a bit more free reign uh, on non-food related Christmas. Yeah. Uh, 
activities. I think that the most Christmassy thing is being a parent with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, early morning, crack of dawn, seeing the joy on your children's faces, opening Santa presents. Yeah. So I think that. That, that feeling. That feeling of watching your children thank somebody that doesn't exist yes. For, yes. for something that you put a lot of time and effort into, but the joy is still there. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty spot on. Yeah. That's good. I enjoy that. I think this time you haven't bettered mine, but I do enjoy it. I've differed. You've differed. I've differed yours. Um, so we're nearly at the end of our, uh, our Christmas episode today. Um, I've sent Ed a, a Christmas um, a Christmas card. It's an e-card, obviously, to you know, go in line with... You listen to what Chris said. With, Hold Chris's, on. with Chris's message. Um, let me, I've just got to open up my emails. But um, I believe Ed also has one more fact for us. Um, one thing that me, myself and Ed would like to say thank you for is everyone who's listened to the podcast or followed us on Facebook or Twitter uh, so far. We've got, I think, three or four four more episodes lined up for the new year. And then uh, after those have gone live, we're going to have some special guests on. Uh, we've got a shit films episode, or, or should I say uh, B-movie B episode, and then uh, an episode about... Um, the Dark Ages of Britain, which will be Richard James. What, you mean 20, 2016 onwards? Oh, God. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Right, right now. Um, have you opened your email now, Ed? I have. Um, and you've seen your wonderful Christmas I've, card. I've seen the Christmas card. Thank you, Hans. Um, it is an artistic uh, hipster Jesus. And it says... We're going to party like it's my birthday. <laughs> and we're going to put this live in the links underneath this and we'll share it on Facebook so that anybody who wants can download it and uh, use it for a card if they want. And they can go and party like it's my birthday. Yeah, because it's accurate because it says like. <laughs> like it's his birthday. I like what you did there. Yeah. Um, so... I've got a fact, but I've also we're going to follow that up with a bit of etymology because you know that I love finding out where phrases and oh, sayings yeah. come from. But before <clears throat> we delve into that, yeah, Santa's reindeer. Did you know that they are all female? But not Rudolph. No, Rudolph's a woman. <sighs> all of the reindeer, women. Or female reindeers. They're not women. I feel like women are humans, right? Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah, because they're deers. Wait, they, no. They, yeah. they are deer. No, they don't. But they have antlers. And what? Uh, the male deer, they shed their antlers for winter. So after the mating season, they shed their antlers and then they regrow them again in spring. So the reindeer that are pulling... Uh, Santa's sleigh are females or they're castrated males but there isn't any information on castrated males so we're just going to assume they're female. Wow that's that's weird because in the film Santa Claus I'm pretty sure he's like come on boys like it's oh it's, wow it's misogyny in yeah. uh, storytelling and the workplace <laughs> 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 There you go. That's your natural that laugh. That wasn't a pun. It, it wasn't a pun, but it was a laugh, a joke you made. Okay. You can have it. Thanks. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> so, really interesting, right? Okay. Yeah. Have we got one more? One more big... This is the etymology. Okay. So, as um, you love saying, Xmas... <laughs> I don't love saying that. I don't know why I said it. I hate myself for saying it. I hate that it's recorded. Um... So in Christmas with an X at the start, yeah. that isn't actually uh, uh, substituting the Christ part with an X. Okay. So it's like because I always assumed that the X was just Christ. Mm -hmm. We're just like we're just shortening it. Yeah. Whereas actually, uh, it comes from Greek. Okay. And in Greek, in the Greek alphabet, the letter <clears throat> X is. Chi, C-H-I. Uh, but... Is what, sorry? Chi. 
Really? Yeah. The sound the, comes... Uh, but it's pronounced more like the CH in lock and bark. So it's like a... Chris. Yeah. K. Um, and uh, in the Greek for Christmas, the first letter is the X. Huh. So, like, so the, it, the Greek basically made us spell it their way. Yeah, well, but then we half half their way, and just to just to fill you in, the mass part of Christmas is just mass. Yeah, I know. No, it's not as much fun. But, but the fun. the X, I like that blew me mind. That's that's a massive fact. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are, we, are we supposed to be ending on a tumbleweed? We? We've never done it before, but I feel yeah. like, why not? Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. Have a very merry festive period, and we will see you. We won't see you, actually. We're, you can listen to us in the new year. Yes. Um, thank you very much for listening, and good night.